You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. We are back. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 59 of Goddess Culture Podcast. Before we get started, we just want to open this with saying, you know, the coronavirus has us on quarantine, um, right. social distancing. So we are not together. Um, Shanice is at her house. I'm at my house and we're trying to make this thing work. So um, please excuse any audio quality issues. Um, we hope to not have to do this for the long haul, but um, we're making it work for now. Right. So there's a learning curve here. We are trying out a new system and hopefully this actually works because Jordan and I's schedules are so hectic that if we live far away... <laughs> Right. We live far from each other. So if we could film virtually, this might open up a new can of worms of us putting out way more content that we would not have been able to do. Yeah. So So we're just going to go ahead and open this episode. Oh, no, there's a hole in my... Oh, never mind. I thought there was a hole in my leggings, but there's actually fishnet from the knee down and I forgot... (laughs) Uh, we're gonna go ahead and open up this episode with a prayer real quick as per Shanice's request and you know Pastor Jordy is now you know taking the pulpit amen all right if um, everybody under my voice can close their eyes and open their hearts Lord we ask that you um, protect us because we are in unprecedented territory with this coronavirus Lord we ask you to cover everybody who's been affected to keep everybody as safe as they can be Lord and to wrap your Um, arms around the people who are making decisions to pull us out of this. Um, Lord, we also pray for the businesses, especially these small businesses that are taking financial hits due to the coronavirus and that you um, pour into them financially and whatever resources they need to get them back running as they should be. Lord, we ask for you to cover God's culture. Amen. Because, um, you know, this is very rough and, you know, we want to continue doing what we do best, which is bringing joy to the world and flying people out. So we ask that this coronavirus uh, gets out of here soon and you keep us all safe. This we ask in your name. Amen. Amen. Ooh, we really needed to start with a prayer today, y'all. Like <laughs> this coronavirus just came in and just said, it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. Pack your shit, okay? It's time to go. I don't know what's going on, but let's dive right in. Um, If you haven't already, like, comment, rate, subscribe in our best YouTube voice. Um, Follow us, leave us reviews, give us feedback, slide in our DMs, do it all because we're trying to grow, be better, do better, and create more things for you guys. So just let us know what you like, what you want to see. And, you know, how we can do better. And tell us if you're feeling the content that we're posting on social recently. We're trying to make sure that we're keeping you engaged because, we know, there's a lot going on and a lot more people are, you know, on their phones throughout the day. So we're trying to keep the content coming. If you like what you see, let us know. If there's something that we miss it, that we're missing, let us know and we'll keep it coming to you. Yes. Okay. I mean, let's just even, like, skip the news because... Yeah, because that's the whole... Show. <laughs> There's only one thing to really talk about today. And yeah. so let's just start with the affirmation and unboss and all that. Okay. So the affirmation this week is I welcome this involuntary pause. 
Um, so if you um, follow me on Instagram um, at J-A-Y underscore La Soul, you'll see that I posted a video about how, you know, we're always told to produce and make and hit the mark and hit the numbers. And we're re- rarely given a chance to take a pause. And due to the nature of coronavirus and self-distancing um, and isolation and quarantine and all this stuff, we're forced to like go home and sit down. I mean, people can't go to the gym. They can't go to the bars and the clubs. They can't be out with their friends how they want to. And we're um, forced to like sit with things that we normally don't have to. So the affirmation this week is I welcome this involuntary pause. And like, instead of running from, you know, this abnormal thing of having to sit at home, welcome it and sit in it and thank it and, you know, do what you need to do with this time. If it's rest, take the rest. If it's starting that business, start that business. If it's, you know, working from home and this is a change in the environment you need, then take full advantage of it. But, you know, when we resist things, it makes it that much harder. So don't resist it. Yes. Okay. Can I tell you, uh, you guys know, if you've listened to the podcast for a while that we do not like to rest like we started the podcast because we graduated college and we decided we was bored yeah so my life has literally built a foundation on the fact that I am always busy and I have literally thrived in that position because I enjoy being busy and it's something that I probably would never want to stop doing because it just gives me fulfillment and having this pause which is not really a pause because I work in travel so this is like crisis management time for me, but having this this pause that is coming, you know, with eight, the month of April, and I'm kind of really excited, you know. Before I was a little bummed out because I'm like, I'm kind of bored. We should, I'm, you know, we should be traveling. Like we had plans and goals and things. You know what I'm saying? Like we had we had things set up. You know, money money is not flowing like it was supposed to because I was booked for March and. March is non-existent. So it's a lot of factors. And it's like, sometimes when you're like forced to pause, you have to like literally sit down and think like, you know, get your shit together. Like think what the fuck is going on? Like, what am I doing? You know? And a lot of people try to avoid that, that self-reflection and that self-awareness. And, you know, we're just here to remind y'all that you got to go towards that because even though it's scary and even though it feels like, oh, I'm not trying to deal with that. I'm not trying to unpack that shit right now. This might be the little blessing you need yeah. to kind of get your stuff together, get your, um, move out of your spring clothes. I mean, bring out your spring clothes and put away your winter clothes. And that can be used as a metaphor because it could be time to get rid of old things and move on to new things. So <laughs> this might be the pause that we all genuinely need and just try to take it as it is. I've seen so many people post about, oh, this is the time to grind. And I think I think it was you, Jordan, who posted like, no, like take a break, like relax, like chill. You don't have to do a billion things or work on a passion project or do a build a fucking dinosaur or some shit. Like you can just pause. And I feel like we haven't had this moment ever. So everyone's kind of frantic. And just yeah. take this moment, y'all. Sit in it lay in it, sleep all day, wake up late, drink a lot of wine because we've been drinking wine already (laughs) and just live in this pause moment. This is what we need. What Shanice said. Uh, I'm boss. Woo. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, for Unboss this week, we're taking a moment not to talk about any particular business, but to remind you all what you can do to support these businesses that are suffering um, while you're cooped up at home. Um, a lot of small businesses are suffering. I mean, large businesses are suffering too, but you know, a lot of small businesses don't have you know, people who will bail them out right away. I mean, banks are denying loans for people who really need it and they don't have like that safety net that the airline industry has, you know? Right. So there are small businesses who need your support and there are things that you can do from home to support them, um, like buying gift cards to local restaurants, hair and nail salons. Um, even if you can't use it right away, you put money in their pocket to like keep them afloat for now. And you can always use those um use those things once this quarantine self-distancing stuff is over. Um, ordering products online. If there's a company, a clothing company, a, a cosmetic company or whatever that you really like, that you've been admiring for a while, order those products. If it's a pen, if it's a face oil, whatever it is, order those products because these companies really need it. And, you know, the Postal Service, they, I can't remember their exact slogan, but it's something like through rain and sleet or some shit like that. They have to deliver the mail. Basically, we have to be in like the aliens have to come in order for the U.S. Postal Service not to run. Um, if you can't afford to spend money, which we totally get it if you're out of work yourself, but you can share their content on social media. If they're posting about sales, if they're posting, you know, lighthearted things to keep us all inspired, share that so that somebody else is... Um, coming in contact with their brand and maybe able to patronize um, at this moment. I 100% agree, okay? This is a time that we have to support Black businesses, women-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses, small businesses, even like mid-sized businesses. Like this is the time to support them because no one clearly has a plan on what's about to happen or how long this might go for. And I've already seen like some of the companies that I work with, like for consulting, are they're really suffering. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because they're reaching out to who they're supposed to reach out to, like to request loans and to request um, assistance. And the government has yet to put out a plan and it's really, really hindering um, the opportunities for them to get back on their feet. And like Jordan touched on, big businesses, they're going to be fine. They have packages already in place that they will never go under. But small businesses, the ones that stimulate our economy, the ones that are actually in the community really doing things. And, you know, Goddess Culture is a small business as well. Like, we're mm -hmm. all affected by this. That's what is happening, especially people who work in the travel industry. Like, you would be so shocked, like, People, I've heard stories from people who have lost their jobs as tour guides, as bus drivers, down to when schools visit um, restaurants and um, Washington, D.C., like these waitresses and these bus boys, all these people are out of work. And yeah. it's just like a really unfortunate time. And it's like any way that you can support, like if you're someone who goes, who typically would have gone to like a coffee shop once a week or twice a week to just get coffee and like now you're quarantined, that company is missing out on your your business. So if you can, like, you know, stop by, see if you could pick up something or yeah. grab something to go because soon, and it's really sad to say, but some of these companies will not be around in the next coming weeks. And it's just really scary to see, like, how you could pour your entire everything into something and it can just be 
gone, ripped away by the goddamn coronavirus. Like, it's just too much. But we're going to get into that in the goddess chat. So let me just, let me relax. I'm going to reel it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Everything you said was valid. Um, So let's get into the the chat. So um, basically, we want to talk about what the the climate like is for the coronavirus in our respective areas. Um, And I guess like the East Coast as a whole. Um, so if you're listening and you are l- listening to the news or on Twitter for that matter, um, and then you are a, l- a follower or listener in America, you know that we are under like, a social distancing, no eating in restaurants, gym shut down, movie shut down type of uh, post-apocalyptic world <laughs> right now. Um, it's weird. Never in our lifetime have we experienced anything like this. Ever. I mean, not even with like Ebola virus. I mean, that's like the last one I can think of. H one N one. It's like a. It's like a thought way back in the recesses of my mind, but I can't recall what life was like at that time. I just know I definitely remember hearing calamity about it. But this is the first time where we've been told like, don't leave your house if you can. Yeah, this this is like if we had to do like a scale of like one to ten. This is like three thousand. <laughs> facts I just I just never thought we would get here and I also am shocked yeah I mean just a week many... ago just a week ago I was looking at Twitter like oh this shit is funny yeah it, it, now more and more I'm like the laughs are turning into like <laughs> yeah you saw the picture of Kanye West <laughs> can we post that on our page I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna post it. <laughs> it's like two weeks ago one week ago three days yeah ago. yeah I'm like that. getting nervous but yeah, that's really how I feel. Like I, I was, I'm just, I was not prepared. Like yeah. I was not prepared. I don't have groceries. I've eaten all my survival snacks and <laughs> I just don't think <laughs> I'm gonna make it because I don't know how much longer I could be quarantined. Like we are on the East coast. So uh, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, you cannot leave your house after 8 p.m. First of all, all three local or statewide governments work are working together to enforce all these rules. Did you notice how we all like the gov- the three governors came together and were like, yeah. "All right, so the whole East Coast is actually going to chill the fuck out." Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> yeah, because there's people who are in Florida. There's people who are in like on vacation who are out here just like walling. Yeah. Like, they're out here acting up, and the government is like, "No, like." We have to stop this virus, which I understand because literally once they said social distancing, I said, cool, fine. I'm good with that. Like, I already like my distance. <laughs> like Anyway. Hard. Right. <laughs> but I think like I saw a video on Baller Alert of like young people talking about it. <laughs> and they were just like, I don't care. We're here to live once. YOLO. Da, 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 da. But it's like, you're putting so many people at risk. That's the biggest part. Like, I'm not concerned about my own health because, you know, I'm healthy, I'm young, and everything, every resource that I've read is basically saying you can manage this like you'd manage a cold or a flu, you know? Right. Um, but I'm what I'm concerned about is me having it, not having any symptoms, passing it to someone with a compromised immune system, right? And we don't know what people are going through. There's people who look like me who are going through intensive cancer treatments, you know? And just because they look healthy doesn't mean they are healthy. And I touch something and pass it to them, and now they die because I chose to be out at the clubs. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. That's and what concerns me. And the thing about it too is that the the deaths are like sped up. Like you can die within 14 days of having this virus. Like it's really insanely intense. And I think that's what's the most scary about it. And I also low-key feel like the government, there's something else going on. Like Corona either has like a mutation or like there's more deaths than we know about or something because the way they're responding to this in such a like heightened, frightened way, there's when just last there. week it was this, this won't be a pandemic, right? This is no big right. deal. And now it's like, everything's being shut down. No, I agree. Right. And I, I mean, you know, this podcast is not here to like scare anybody. We're not doing the whole fear mongering thing, but um, there was a point in early January where where remember you were like maybe I already had the coronavirus girl why was I, I thinking like maybe I already, I already had that shit too because remember in early I January I, I was sick back to back yeah and there was a day like I could not like I was at work and I like had to leave like and it wasn't because I'm like oh I feel so bad like I was so fucking tired I could not keep my eyes open at work my body was achy like I had to go and I was literally I mean there was maybe a five six day stretch of me being and no colds are a couple days you yeah. know there was like a five or six day stretch, not including the weekend where, where like I'm like five, or six work days where I was like, why am I here? And like my boss had to send me home twice. Like, yeah, you see, so I'm like, maybe this shit already been here. No, literally, I, I was sick for January until like, like right before Valentine's Day. Like, for, like, six weeks. Like, I kid you not, it was, like, the most intense sickness. I've been in and out of the hospital. I think I even talked about it on the podcast about how rough January and February is for me. And yeah. being in the hospital, they were like, we, you don't have the flu. You don't have strep. You don't have all these things. And I'm like, then what the fuck do I have? And I'm on all these different medications. And they had just no idea what was wrong. And, right. like, now that they come out with the coronavirus with the name, I'm like, what the fuck? I think I, did, I already <laughs> have that shit. Like... <laughs> Like, I think I already had coronavirus because I feel like when I was, like, coming back, like, everybody, like, around me who who was traveling at that time was, like, the same sickness. And they all had the same um, symptoms. And now the same symptoms are the symptoms for coronavirus. So it's just really strange. And I probably gave it to you because I literally remember that day I came (laughs) to your house and I just slept on your couch. I didn't even do it. Yeah, and remember we were at um, Peyton's birthday, and I was like, Shanice done got me sick. Yeah, and you kept and saying, that was the like, fuck, shut up, Jordan. I'm trying to be out having a good time. Mind <laughs> you, I'm sick at Peyton's birthday. Like, it was... Yeah. I couldn't even yeah, it was up, like, nothing. It was I rough. know we both already had it, so maybe we're immune. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. It's like chicken pox, you can't get it twice. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, so how is it affecting your day to day? I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Okay. I was in, I was in fucking Target and I'm walking down the aisle and the lady keep moving away from me every like two inches. And I'm like, what's wrong? Like she's moving. Like I'm an alien. And I was just kind of like really thrown off because I'm like, all right, now I'm noticing you aggressively moving through the, throughout the aisles. And then I'm in Target and Whole Foods and there's no food. There's no yeah. food. And I'm not someone who like shops a lot. Like I just go to grab a couple things and they don't even have like the snacks that I would normally get. So yeah. I'm just like, what's going on? And then where, what's, what's going on with all the toilet paper? Why is everybody buying all the toilet paper? I mean, the toilet paper hoarders are killing me. If there was a zombie apocalypse, the last thing you would need 
is toilet paper. Okay. That is not a thing on your mind. Listen, I told people, I, I don't really want to put this out there, but I'm going to tell y'all. I'm like, people just need to go buy Perry bottles because when there's no more toilet paper left, and we're left just like freaking uh, blowing water up our vaginas. Like, <laughs> that's what we're going to be left with because everybody done stole all the toilet paper. Right, and at the end of the day, nobody going to care because it's going to be a zombie apocalypse, okay? Like, toilet paper should not be, like, it should not be this scarce. Scarce. Yeah. Scarce. Just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I get to work from home for two, for at least two weeks. Um, the company that I work for is a performing arts um, company or a, a dance company. And all their tour dates, they're on their domestic tour. All tour dates through May are canceled, which is scary because that's how we make most of our money. Um, yeah, it's real different out here. It's very, very different out here. So um, how are you staying sane and motivated? How are you keeping, you know, how are you not going third crazy? I I don't like it here. Like, I'm, I don't like it here. I'm ready for to take my first spaceship over to Mars or wherever everybody <laughs> else is at because I don't SpaceX. like it. This is just, like, high anxiety time. Like, I feel... I always feel like something like I'm always like, what's about to happen? Like what's next? What's the next development? And because I work in travel and I'm consulting right now for a company that's going through an insane crisis. Mm -hmm. And just to touch on that a little bit, I have a client who, who as of March 1st, what is today? March 18th, 18th. She's lost 2.5 million in sales. Like that is in 18 days. That's so scary. This is like the beginning of what we would call like the season. Like, you know, there's like baseball season, basketball season. Like this is the beginning of the travel season. This is when spring breakers are going away. This is when families are about to take their kids away. This is when uh, elementary schools have their spring break. So this this is March 1st is like go time. Like usually Mm -hmm. around this time, companies will be swamped. And she is like underwater. Okay underwater and like it's just really sad to watch this happen because there is no protocol for this yeah even in her lifetime and she's probably like 30 years older than me so 50 60 this hasn't happened to her so she doesn't know what to do and you know as as efficient as I am and you know I you know try to make sure I you know know what what I'm doing and what I'm talking about I don't even know what's going on like I don't know what's about to happen yeah, so not only does that give me stress, that gives me anxiety because I'm someone who likes to be prepared for everything. And like, you cannot prepare for this. One day, Donald Trump is saying this won't be a pandemic. And the next day, it's a goddamn pandemic. Right. So I don't know how I'm going to stay sane through this because I am high key, very stressed. But like you said, a pause is coming because I'll eventually have those two weeks to just kind of like reset and refocus and, you know, get through this whole like phase. But I don't know. Everything is just like up in the air. <laughs> Everything yeah. is up in the air for for goddess culture. We're we're a travel organization. Um, yeah, we specialize in bringing people to places they've never been before. And we had trips booked this year. You guys know how long we've talked about Bali, and we just dropped Costa Rica. And like, you know, you have a plan and you do all these things to plan, and it doesn't go as planned, and it kind of just like shakes everything up. Yeah. How are you feeling? Are you motivated? Are you sane? You know, I, what I've learned recently 
um, and I think I've been using the word pause for a couple of months now, is that, you know, if you don't pause, a pause will happen for you, you know? And, um, you know, I, as much as you, as much as we think we're on it and as much as we think we're doing what we need to do and we're taking care of ourselves, like we have these, these not so subtle reminders that come in and remind us that we can be doing better for ourselves and more for ourselves. And, um, I'm really taking this time to like be intentional. Like this is skipping ahead to self-care, but I'm making myself breakfast in the morning. That doesn't happen. That happens maybe once a week maybe twice a week during the work week when I have to work all the time and I'm, and I'm commuting to and from New York. Like I work eight hours. I commute at least two and a half hours a day. And when I get home, I want to go to sleep. I want to sit down. I want to do lazy stuff. But when you have all this extra time, you can be intentional with what you need to do. Right. So make sure like every, every time I, I, I cook in the kitchen I'm cleaning the kitchen so that no matter what time of the day it is my space is clean that's like a way that I'm keeping myself sane um I am talking to the people that I love more often because shit we got the time it ain't like they're doing anything else you know what I'm saying like kids are on three week breaks from school um I can say it is a little it's I'm I'm being tested not to sleep my days away too because I have to work um, anyway, but I'm doing what I can. I'm engaging with the content online. Like today I did two Instagram live workouts, like on a normal day, if people posted that shit, I wouldn't be doing it. But I was like, okay, cool. I did a Zumba class and I did like a, a, a body weight workout class. Cause it's not like I can go to the gym and I'm also making time to still see the sunlight. Like my aunt lives walking distance from me. So once a day, she and I meet up and we take a walk around our neighborhood and we go down streets. We never been down before. And we, you know, spend time together. Right. That's good. You see you're, you're transitioning from commuting to like working at home and you've already put like, You've already done so much, like in the matter of what three days? Three days yeah, you've been home. Three days. That's that's amazing. Okay, I'm hoping my because well, I'm my not built for like an office. That. I'm built to like I'm like honestly, I know in my my heart of hearts, I'm not built to be in anybody's office. Like, and not in like a cocky way, not in like a I, people shouldn't be my boss type of way. But I just know like that's. It doesn't bring me joy to sit in an office and work eight hours a day. What brings me joy is like being in the field or being able to do a little bit of this and take a break when I know I need a break and get back to the work when I'm inspired and motivated. Right, right. I agree 100%. I think with everyone being home, though, I'm kind of like, I would rather be in the office. But I can't wait to have that moment to kind of relax where I don't even have to work. Like, I had vacations lined up. I think the week that I was taking a quote unquote vacation, I'm just going to like take a staycation and kind of yeah. just do nothing that week and really make it a vacation because as you should working and trying to make it through this quarantine and doing crisis management. Um, I'm sorry. Just a bit much. So last question for the chat. Um, how do you think this will change the way the world functions? Like, how do you think, People, like, basically, a lot of things were analog. A lot of pe- things we had to get up and go to. And now we all have to be home and we see people creating all this glorious content where people can, like, digest the content at home. So do you think, like, this will stick? Do you think these fitness companies will keep 
um, posting their classes on Instagram Live? You think people will now be paying for Zoom links to take classes and all this stuff? Mm, that's interesting. It's really interesting to see the shift in social media. So I'm like, we're like social media nerds because we're like, we do marketing. But it's really I'm interesting. Paying right now. Yeah. Like marketing is what's going to put you ahead right now. But it's like you have to market compassionately. Like, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't say, oh, my gosh, book this Zumba class right now. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. $10. You have to kind of say, hey, I know you're probably home. You're, you're, you want to go to the gym, but the gym is closed. Here's a link. Join my class. Oh, you yeah. like this class? Sign up for my next class starting at $5 or $10 a class. You know, you have to market in a compassionate way. But it's really interesting to see um, how engaged everyone is on social media. Like, I don't think I've ever seen social media this engaged since it originally started. Yeah. It's exciting because, you know, what we got going on with, like, goddess culture and everything else. But also, like, for my own personal use, I'm kind of like, this is a good time to do a lot of beta testing. This is a mm-hmm. good time to do a lot of soft launches. Like this is a good time to, uh, you know, while you're in this pause, kind of develop your ideas and use the world kind of as like a focus group. Yeah. Everyone is clicking on everything. Like engagement is so, in, so high. Impressions are really high. Like this is the time to kind of not really push sales, but kind of push like thoughts, ideas. Yeah. And, yeah, I think the world is, I think the world is gonna, I think the world, I think the Instagram world or the social world is definitely going to have like a, a hike from this. Like, I think it's going to push it in a good light. Yeah, I think to your point, it's a way for like companies to get a realign, to realign with their bases, you know, because like, at some point, companies get caught up in like social trends, right? So what memes are hitting the best? What videos are getting people to, right. to click the most? And they're move, they move further and further away from their core audience and like why they started in the first place. So this is certainly getting people realigned with their values, getting people realigned with their um, target audiences. And I think it's, it's, it's working for a lot of people's benefit. I've also seen people unfollow and unsubscribe from email lists from people who are like, you're stuck in the house. Buy my shit now. 60% off so you can go out this weekend. It's like, girl, where am I going this weekend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would you send me that? Yes, you know, definitely. and that's helping heighten the anxiety. So I've seen, I've, I've certainly seen people be more um, sensitive and rightfully so to the messages that companies are putting out there. So it makes sense for um, companies to get their shit together and get their verbiage in order. This is turning into a marketing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly was going to say, like, who, you know what? We are just clearly about to give you guys all the gems and tools that we clearly do all the time. Maybe we should do an episode completely on, like, best marketing practices because I'm not opposed. we may or may not be gurus at this point. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. Um, so let's jump into the first fresh face. Wait. Um, oh, what? One second. Oh, what back, to, back to Corona. Oh, what did Corona do? What she did? I just wanna, I just wanna really, like, dig deeper into the fact that this virus is really here. I feel like we, we kind of like, it's here. It's okay. Like whatever. But I feel like this is, this is huge. Like we have a whole virus taking over our world. Like what's really going on? Like, is are we really okay? Like, are we gonna be here in the next month? 
Like we are gonna be here, girl. But come what's on. What's really going on? Wash y'all's damn hands. Stay out of people's faces. Wear gloves when you need to go somewhere, and you know, be clean. That's that's really what it is. Or stay out. Stay out of the general public if you don't have to be there. No, don't just be out and about. Take a walk around your block. Drive your car. Don't be in the stores unless you need to be there. Don't buy up all the toilet paper. Don't buy up all the damn food. Think about other people. Yes. Don't price gouge. No, don't do that. And honestly, check on your family. Check on your family. Check on your friends. And like Jordan said, stop stop sneezing in public. Like, go inside. <laughs> do, do that shit in your house. I know it's allergy season too, so everyone's confused. Like, what type of sneeze was that? What type of cough was that? But it's like... <laughs> I just don't have the time because I'm not even saying bless you. That's the episode title. What type of sneeze was that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even have the time. Like, I just, I don't have the time to figure out what type of sneeze that was. So I'm just, I just need you to stay inside. Yeah. So everyone wash your hands, Lysol, hand sanitizer. Like, I didn't even have to shop for any of these things because I already have them. So I'm confused why everyone's moving like this glass Lysol bottle. Like, why don't you have the shit? I mean, I buy cleaning products at least once a month because I clean my house. So they inevitably run low. But anyhow, um, Fresh Face. Yes. Um, This week we're talking about Folk Beauty. She was one of our sponsors for um, the getaway in New York City. And Nyambi is the owner. She is a beautiful, beautiful spirit. And she came and... um, sponsored products um that to each of our guests and she demonstrated how to use them and what inspired her to um, create this product what we got was the um, honeysuckle rose face mist which is kind of like a, it's a toner it's um hydrosol hydrator for your skin um it smells divine it's only four ingredients in the entire product so you know it's like no harsh terrible um, chemicals they're all natural products um rose hydrosol um i don't have the bottle with me but luckily we provide a link to um to where you can purchase or where you can check out yourself so you can read all the ingredients but it smells so lovely and it's so sensitive on your skin yes shout out to Naomi. she definitely came through and really gave us a really 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 informative demonstration like i use that mist now after i tone and i spray it on and then I rub oil. Like, I don't even, like, like wipe it pat in. It I kind of, like, pat it in. Yeah. And then I let, like, the oil come. And, like, it is literally, it works. Like, <laughs> it really works. Like, and it's Black-owned. It's from mm-hmm. New York, New Jersey area. And she's, like, a really dope into- individual. And we was, like, so happy to meet her. And we're so thankful that we were offered this product. And we can't wait for you guys to, like, try it. And definitely reach out to them. It's called Folk Beauty. And yeah. Agreed. Um, and then after that, I bought the Rose Gardenia Skin Nectar for dry and sensitive skin from her because she um, allowed us to use the product when she demonstrated. And y'all know I'm a dry girl, right? So this face mist mixed with this um, face oil really has been doing me well, especially in the colder months. So um, I'll be making a video for on my personal page, J La Soul. Um, about the skin nectar so circle back at another time I'll let you guys know I'll announce it on the goddess culture page too yes yes. and then self-care check out Jordy's videos because I'm about to do the oil cleansing and get my skin together during these two weeks which you know goes into my Uh self-care 
week is that I was like, hmm, since I'm going to have all this downtime next week, I might as well, you know, order all these things off Amazon and get to try all these things I wanted to try. So I'm actually in the process of trying like the maximum hydration hair treatment. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. You can look it up on YouTube. Um, it includes, it's like a six step process. It's aggressive. It's like six hours long. So Ooh. I'm going to have to give you guys a full re- rundown on how that went. An all day process. Like, it's an all day process. Like you make like a caramel for your hair, like a, a, a wash. And then you make like a, a mixture, which includes like Aztec clay mask and like baking soda. And like, it's supposed to be for like 4C hair and it's supposed to, you know, give you the most amount of hydration. So that's great. And that's kind of what my self-care is. I'm going to do Jordan skin um, oil cleansing face thing. And then I'm going to do that maximum hydration thing. So my hair and my skin could be popping. And by the time we pop out at the first brunch of the year, we'll be be ready to turn out. (laughs) Come out looking like a honey bun. Yes. What are you doing for your self-care? I'm making myself breakfast. I'm using this time to like dedicate healthy practices to myself, making myself breakfast, getting myself up in time to, um, to work and not sleep the day away, making myself lunch, like all the shit I hate to do, I'm doing for myself because it's necessary and healthy. Oh, and I'm taking herbs. Okay, y'all. So I'll tap into herbs in a Jordy Says video too, because I'm taking an herbs class. But, you know, drink the, get y'all's elderberries, get y'all's echinacea, get y'all's golden seal, y'all's vitamin C, you know, get right. Do not let this season take y'all out. Right. Absolutely. And I can't wait for you to give me tips about that as well, because I'm trying to get my herbs together, you know, because Mm -hmm. listen, my grandma got me boiling ginger, drinking ginger, drinking onions, drink. I'm drinking all types of shit because me, (laughs) I cannot get sick. My immune system is not where it was at when I was younger. So yeah. Um, it's a wrap. Wow. Thank you for listening. Bye.